the music of Mafegizol and Hambanawe. Thank you so much for staying with us now. Chefs working within the new African cuisine movement are increasingly introducing innovative interpretations of our continent's traditional tastes into their fine dining food experience. Now, this trend fits a broader international focus on heritage flavors, reimagining the to delight a modern palate. Now, enter Chef Siya Gobo and his restaurant, Gobo Cuisine, and they do exactly that. He joins us now on the line. A very good afternoon, Sia. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you, Sissi? Yeah, Pila. Yeah, Pila. So yeah, you are doing amazing things today and as you are going to be um, celebrating Heritage Days in South Africa today, what are your plans? I know that you've got a heritage um, feast that you're putting together. Yes, uh, this coming Saturday we have a tasting menu and it's completely a South African menu. But uh, what a Kobo cuisine stands for is taking uh, uh, traditional recipes mm. and actually progressing them because my background is in fine dining. And I've always had issues whereby we are in South Africa, but uh, in the high-end restaurant, mm. the South African cuisine is almost non-existent. So it's a challenge I took on myself and I said, it's easy to talk, but it's better to, to put it things into an action and and how easy was that to fuse because traditionally when you talking about fine dining i mean the basis of fine dining originally comes from what is french learning food teachings so how easy was it to to fuse the two and and to bring in african traditional flavors into that french base uh, South African traditional flavors are very easy mm. for me to uh, bring them across. Mm. And also some of the stuff that I checked because I tapped back into what we used to do, our great grand uh, mothers and fathers used to do. Mm-hmm. And some of the a lot of French techniques that I learned as a chef yes. actually came from there. So mm. for me, it's still a little bit confusing <laughs> who's who, but the important thing is I'm just refining my heritage food and trying to make sure that it can grace the finest tables in the globe. Okay, so let me take a quick break so that we can sort out your line and I'll be back with more of our conversation to talk about the food that you're putting together for Heritage Day today uh, and you can be a part of it as well. I'll give you the details, but I'll be back with more after this. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. So, Siakobo is a, a fine dining specialist, and in fact, he's been um, a South African national culinary team uh, veteran member for a long time. And uh, his business right now is to infuse African food into fine dining. It's a work that there's a new movement called the New African Cuisine Movement. He's part of that and really is trying to bring that to us. He's got a restaurant, um, and today he is going to be talking to us about what he plans for Heritage Day, even though this is what he does on a daily basis. This is exactly why we have him today. I, I want to highlight people who are not only here with us on a day like this, but practice their heritage and they reach into their culture on a daily basis, which is exactly what Sia does. Sia, when you started um, the restaurant, at the yeah. core of what you wanted to achieve, was it easy to translate it to other people? It definitely was not easy. It was a challenge to even start the restaurant. So everything I did on the restaurant was my own because when I tried to find some people that can assist me to start it, they, nobody really understood what I was talking about. So I said, with what I have, let me just sit down and just try and start getting on and just making stuff and show people what I'm talking about. 
So that basically was that. The, the, the problem, isn't it, Sia, that people are expecting African traditional foods to be cheap. Is that part of what you experienced, that people didn't understand that you could bring African cuisine into a plate and, and, and it be cuisine, you know, be something that is plated, that is, uh, has a lot of integrity and you don't have to pay two rands for it? <laughs> I think that as well, but uh, mostly the challenge I had is the way I then did things. Let's give an example. Uh, people, if you cook, uh, say, uh, lusu, mm. and then you cook it the way I do it, then people will question it. But my idea when I started, this is like a 10-year movement that I've been trying to put across. Mm-hmm. So what, I, what my thing was, let me do it. Let us talk about it because talk brings in about an awareness. And uh, I'm happy to say that at this point in time, there is that kind of awareness in relation to our food, even though we are still trying to hold back. And the way we're doing our food, I, I change the look, the texture, but I don't change the flavors and the originality of the dish. Mm-hmm. And, and so if you look... Yes, go ahead. If you look at it, you might not know what it is, but when you close your eyes and you taste it, it has to translate. It has to transfer. It has to take you somewhere. It has to be flavors that you are familiar, that you know what they are. How has you know your audience received this food? So patrons who come in expecting to see, as you said, usu, and and it doesn't look like what they know. What happens when they arrive? Tasting uh, uh, menu in South Africa in general mm. is something that we are moving towards. It's not entirely entirely there. So in that way, I do get people that would come and expect a big bowl of ulusu, uh, a big bowl of amasi, no putu, and then I do it differently. But make no mistake, at the end of the day, it's going to be the food you know you can relate into. So you you've so got a heritage the, um, you've got a heritage culinary heritage uh, yes. festival that's coming up. Tell us about that. On the this coming Saturday at around about two o'clock, we have a five course tasting menu. So on this menu, I try to travel around uh, the continent. I mean the country, as in South Africa. The first dish we have is umbubo. Umbubo is basically uputu and namasi. But how I do it is. Uh, I make umpogoko, and then from there, we recook it, blitz it up, strain it, and we bake it on a low temperature in an oven, so it becomes a very nice thin wafer. So as much as a thin, but you will still taste that then that always comes from the bottom of the pub that we used to eat the, the next morning with some tea. <laughs> I mean, that then sounds amasi, absolutely amazing, uh, yes. Yeah, Amasi, what we do is we put them in a warm place so it splits up and then we put on a cheesecloth and therefore the water goes out, we create a cheese out of that. And then the whey, which is the water that comes from it, we create nice little jellies there so we don't take away that sourness of the of Amasi. And then at the end of the day, what we then do is we use a sugarcane syrup or honey with Amasi, we blend it up and it creates a nice little air-rated uh, dressing that you put on the dish. Wow, I mean, it's, it's so almost this is our amazing. signature dish as Kobo Cuisine. This is what it, you will always find it. And uh, it's currently on a world cookbook that's about to come. It's called Flavors of the World. And uh, I was lucky enough to be selected in this country to put a dish for South Africa. And this is the dish I put across. 
merely because I feel it speaks to all South Africans. Mm. Sia, so, so how do we book our seats for Saturday? Uh, on Saturday, this is the number where we are doing the event because my restaurant is a little bit small and uh, it's it's going to be in 85 Commissioner Street. I collaborate a lot with the Johannesburg Culinary and Pastor School. And it's also based on the fact that there are kids that are there that I also like to work with and, and show them the take of uh, this African uh, food that I currently do. So the number there is uh, 11 It's an 85 Commissioner Street. Okay. So is there but a, also you can go to uh, Cobra Cuisine, which is our Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. You will find there the, the, the information and it will be easy for you to book. It's absolutely wonderful. I can definitely vouch for the food that you put together because I've been there uh, at your restaurant and it, it really was exquisite. So they can go to your Facebook page, K-O-B-O Cuisine, Cuisine and get all the yes. details there. Or they can call the number that I'm going to give them now, which is at 85 Commissioner Street. Yes. So yeah, all the best and looking forward to the wonderful meal that you're going to dish up for us on Saturday. Thank you very much. In closing, I'd like to call everybody. Please, they need to come through. We as restaurants just came through a very harsh uh, uh, during the pand- half time during the pandemic. Cobacles mm. in my close at any time. So mm. this is celebrating heritage, mm. pushing forward uh, South African food. But at the same time, it's making sure that the restaurant stays open. Sure. Now, that's, that's quite, um, quite something. I mean, it brings it home, doesn't it? Thank you very much, Sia. I, I hope uh, people book, they come through, and, and, you know, we save the restaurant. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you very much. Sia Kobo, who is a chef and owner of Kobo Cuisine, K-O-B-O Cuisine. Go look them up on Facebook. And if you can, book yourself a seat. It's for Saturday, the 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. at 85, 85 Commissioner Street. That's where he'll be dishing up the uh, five-course meal, apparently. But it's all it's all a heritage um, celebration. That's a heritage feast there. So Kobo. K-O-B-O Cuisine on Facebook.